I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Socially Modern Podcast. We are going to start this week like we have for the past two weeks with a review of the week. Now here's the thing. The review of the week this week has a very interesting username <laughs> um, that I cannot pronounce. No. So I'm just going to go ahead and spell it. So the person that wrote this review is K-A-B-A-U-D-K-A-B. This is also just please a request that if you do leave us a review, make sure your username is is pronounceable. Make your username a little easier. Um, <laughs> we love you though. This this is a great review. So this review is titled Quality Content. Hmm. This person says, I've been binging this podcast for the past week now, wishing there were more episodes. These ladies are unapologetically themselves. So fun to listen to while providing quality content for fellow realtors and entrepreneurs. Every episode I listen to, I have to rewind and take some notes because I'm always hearing something so profound that I have to implement in my business. It's so cool to find other millennial realtors with similar mindsets. It doesn't feel as lonely anymore. This podcast exceeded my expectations. Mm, I love that. Welcome to the tribe. Yes. Um, <laughs> it really is cool because sometimes in real estate, it's really easy to get caught up in like the old school way of doing real estate. We've said before that real estate sometimes feels like a very archaic industry. Yes. And a very like dinosaur age <laughs> type of industry. Which so, can make you feel so isolated if that's what you're surrounded with and you're yeah. the one trying to you know, modernize. modernize, do your thing. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, that's why we're socially modern. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for your review. If this was your review, please make sure you send us a DM at socially modern and we will get you a little gift card as a thank you for leaving a review. All right, now let's get into today's topic. So we are going to dive into five ways that you can digitally farm your service area. So if you've been in real estate for a while, you've probably heard of the term farming an area or farming a neighborhood. And this typically includes sending out like postcard mailers, door knocking, holding a bunch of open houses in, in mm -hmm. the same neighborhoods. And the idea behind this marketing strategy is to become the go-to realtor for that specific area. And today we want to talk to you about how you can digitally farm an area. So rather than, you know, pounding the pavement, door knocking, taking mailers out, whatever, you can go to social media to build relationships with people in your area organically, aka non-paid. So, Love it. <laughs> yes. Digitally farming. Ultimately, you kind of want to think of this as really just as becoming a local influencer in your area. I mean, that may sound weird or intimidating, mostly because I think there's a stigma surrounding influencers still. But I mean, these people get paid to share information with their audience, try products and businesses. And I mean, I think it's a pretty solid gig. So Absolutely. the end goal with this is you want to form an association in people's minds between your name and a specific area, neighborhood, etc. 
I mean, when I started in real estate, this was exactly where my mentality was. I was out door knocking and I would think to myself how unscalable this felt. I mean, I was only one person. I could only knock on so many doors per day, right? But what if I could show up and be where these people already at? Their faces are already buried in their cell phones, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I looked this up. The average American in 2021 spent over 145 minutes per day on social media. I mean, I thought that was kind of cool between work and family life responsibilities. That's still a really large chunk of their day, especially if they're not using social media to build a business like we are, where we're Mm -hmm. on a lot more. (laughs) But, you know, compare that to, think about it, compare it to how many people answer their phones from somebody that they don't know, right? Or better yet, how many people open up their front door to a stranger or someone that looks like a salesperson? Mm-hmm. I think we all know where this is going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's dive into, shall we, the five different ways that you can digitally farm an area. Yes. Number one, you can visit local businesses in your area, drop off business cards, and then ask if they have an Instagram. So this is just kind of putting, doing face-to-face time. So yes, it's not technically online, but there's a purpose for it later on. So I think this is great on a couple different levels. Number one is you're creating that in-person relationship by personally visiting and potentially patroning them. So buying a product that they have or utilizing a service, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And then number two, you're taking that in-person relationship online as well by asking if they have an Instagram. You can kind of be like, yeah, like I'm a local realtor. I love highlighting local businesses. I'd love to, you know, promote you, follow you on Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? That kind of thing. Um, Plus, like you're more likely to end up seeing them online than or more often online than you are like actually in person at that business. So this supports that idea of kind of staying top of mind. Yeah, absolutely. And then I've I've also seen like other realtors or just other business people in general leave like their business cards at the front desk or if there's like a cork board where they kind of have like a community thing like they've, you know, hung them over there or something, but don't be afraid to take some of your own and then just ask to leave them there. I mean, this it doesn't have to be just business cards either. Like they could be flyers about a specific program like a rent to own or down payment assistance or some type of other print marketing that really targets your ideal client. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this would be really cool too to also have like your QR code, which takes them back to your social profile. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything to kind of get you seen more, right? And leading them back to your your social profiles. Mm-hmm. I think that's too what you're doing with these people when you're like, hey, I'm going to follow you, you know, on Instagram or whatever. And then maybe you share your experience there or whatever you purchased. And then now you're tagging them or maybe you're even seeing if they would want to collaborate on a reel. Like all Mm -hmm. these things are cool. Now you're getting more views and it's a local business. So chances are that the people that follow them are also more local people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So moving into number two that you could try is to collaborate with other local small business Instagram accounts for a massive giveaway. So I've done this in the past. It's been super helpful to gain more followers in a local area. So you do want to keep your giveaway exclusive for locals only. This will help ensure that you're gaining people that you can actually help. 
right? Mm-hmm. When you're buying or selling a home, we are, mm-hmm. we have to stay within those boundaries. Something that I like to point out is that you don't need a lot of people to follow you. In fact, you really just need a really hyper-focused dense following from people in your local area. Mm-hmm. And you can actually go on Instagram and insights. And I know some of you may know this, but if you don't, you can go and look this up in your, in your Instagram highlights um, or insights. Mm-hmm. What did I say the first time? You said insights. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go look at your insights and then you'll be able to see um, kind of the demographic of like where people are following you from, male, female, age groups, even. It's really insightful. Yeah. I found that I found that information really interesting. And then when I have done this, just to get like, you give you an idea, because I feel like sometimes people are so overwhelmed by the fact of like putting on a giveaway. They're like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to go about doing that. Uh, But when I've done this, I messaged several local companies that I feel personally fits well with my interests and my brand. So, you know, of course, being a mom, being female, um, I don't, I'm not into sports on my page, so I'm not going to go, you know, to a local sports company. So it's just what I could think of off the top of my head, but uh, you know what I mean? And ask them to partner in this giveaway because it just wouldn't be relevant to me um, or even to, you know, of interest to a lot of my following because a lot of my following are also moms and females. So you want to find things that you think would like definitely resonate with your following. Okay. Then of course, DM the companies that you want to have participate individually. Mm -hmm. Once you have an idea of who is saying yes, then that's when I go and start a group DM with everyone and have everyone share what they would be willing, you know, to give away. And then as the initiator of this, I would create a graphic with everybody's giveaway, you know, things, items, Mm -hmm. and give that to everybody. So then we'll pick a date, of course, to share it and promote it. The key here is making sure, of course, the day, the giveaway day that you start this, everybody needs to post this giveaway photo at the same time. And then everybody within the giveaway needs to go and engage on every single person's post within that that time frame. That way we're telling Instagram that our post is relevant and it's important and it will show it to more people Mm -hmm. and more of our followers and thus getting more people to participate. So that's a good way to boost your views. And there you have it. That's how you start, create, and, Mm -hmm. and operate you know, a local giveaway. Yeah. I think this is a really good idea because it not only helps you with your exposure to local businesses, but also just in general, it's helping support small business. And I feel like people really enjoy shopping small and supporting small businesses. So Mm -hmm. I think this is a really valuable thing. And like, it might, you know, it might end up being a lot of work. I mean, you can probably attest, like (laughs) it's a lot of work, but, but the payoff is worth it. And again, this comes back to this idea that this is what we do for work, you know, like it's how cool is like that? hosting a giveaway like that's work you know you're not dialing 100 numbers or door knocking on in an entire neighborhood like this is what you're doing as an alternative so absolutely in mind okay number three is to create like hotspot reels highlighting local businesses in your area so i've actually been seeing a lot of local influencers here in phoenix do this and i think it's such a smart idea Like if I'm ever wanting to find like a cute place for coffee or a delicious new restaurant to try, I can just go to these influencers' Instagrams, scroll through their feeds, 
and like go through their reels, their yeah. posts, whatever to find a place or better yet, when I come across it in my feed initially, I can save it for later. Um, but basically what this is doing is making that person an authority figure in that realm. And I mean, I automatically think of them when I think of restaurants to try. So we as real estate agents are just trying to capitalize on that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. And Instagram also has this feature that's that's fairly new where you can create one piece of content like a reel and then request another account to be a collaboration partner. And then that content is going to post to both pages. So your page and their page. I love this. So you, you guys have probably seen this where you're scrolling through and it says, you know, account number one and account number two. Mm-hmm. This is that same concept. So when highlighting another business, you can request this. And then if they accept accept it, your name will be attached to their profile and vice versa. And you'll both get exposure to each other's audiences. So this is just such a massive win-win for both you and the local business, which this is this goes back to that idea of creating that online and in-person relationship with the business. Yeah, definitely. I love the collaboration reels. I think it's such a huge opportunity for us. Um, And honestly, I mean, whenever we talk about selling real estate, like we're not just, we're not selling that product, right? It's not like just constant in your face. We've said not to do that. Mm -hmm. House, 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 house. No, like it's about sharing you and your personality. And on top of that, like highlight that area. Mm Mm-hmm highlight why that area is so great. You know, Mm -hmm. it's why I've had people come to me even and say like, oh, we knew that we wanted to work with you because, you know, you know, the East Valley so well, or, you know, Queen Creek so well, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you become that because of how you share. Yeah. Online. Yep. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. Number four is to create content that highlights your area. So Rather than honing in on one specific business, this is going to be anything from like different new build communities or development updates or just real estate market updates or things to do, et cetera, in your area. Um, And make sure that you're using keywords so that this content is found when someone searches the area. That's kind of the new thing on Instagram, too, is like hashtags aren't so much the thing to categorize content anymore. But just like make making sure that you're using keywords like restaurants in Phoenix or new builds in Phoenix or, you know, Phoenix, Arizona, real estate, whatever. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know a few realtors who do this consistently. Rebecca in the collective, she's in the Idaho Falls area and she does stuff on YouTube and she shares stuff about like the colleges in Idaho Falls or like things to do or whatever. And I think that's just so cool because it really helps her set herself apart from other agents in the same area. And then just being knowledgeable in your desired service area is a huge advantage. Oh, absolutely. I think she does a really good job at highlighting her area and coming from somebody who I don't know that much about that area. Like I Mm -hmm. do feel like I learn a lot (laughs) and I know that she's gotten messages, you know, from people that are like, hey, we're going to be moving to Idaho Falls and we're thinking, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she just comes off as, again, that Mm -hmm. authority figure. She knows so much about it. And listen, Idaho Falls is not 
a big area. No. It is not a massive city. It is a very quaint, cute little college town area. Like <laughs> I'm from northern Utah, so I'm I, I used to live close to Idaho Falls. So if Rebecca can make it work with a small little town, you can make it work too. Everyone can. Absolutely. Everybody can. Yeah. For sure. So moving into number five. This one is such a a personal one. I love this one so much. So you can uh, follow like local influencers, bloggers, and business owners, search for them on Instagram, follow them, then start engaging with them on social media, and then ultimately ask them to coffee or lunch to start building an in-person relationship. So during 2019, when I was trying to build my real estate business, this is a strategy that I constantly used. I had moved to Arizona like less than a year prior and I knew nobody in this area. So I took to social media and started looking for like Phoenix area bloggers, influencers, other business owners that I could follow, just kind of trying to plug myself into the area as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And then I would follow them and engage with them for a while to establish like a familiarity and then build that, you know, and build that online relationship. Then I would eventually reach out via DM and ask if they wanted to grab coffee or lunch sometime since I was new to the area. And the thing is, like, I never approached this coffee or lunch as a chance to talk about real estate. In fact, I always made it a point not to talk about real mm. estate unless I was asked about it. Um, the entire purpose of this get together was just to get to know the other person and establish some connection points with them. Just get to know them, you know, and it did every single one of these meetings immediately yield a new client. No, not at all. Right. Um, but there are several of them that turned into other opportunities where I did meet people who became my clients, referred to them or whatever, or where they did eventually become a client of mine. Mm -hmm. It's a very slow burn type of thing because not everyone that you meet with is like ready to buy or sell a house right, right. at this moment, but it is definitely worth the effort. Well, real estate really is just all about your relationships. So the power of a good old fashioned networking, you know, something like that will never disappear in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and just like, Jesse did when she first started out. I too was also very hyper-focused on making sure um, that I was connecting with my sphere of influence on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jesse's was great because she didn't have a sphere of influence here locally. So that was a great way to go about doing that. Um, I did have a sphere of influence, but through life and just adulthood, I mean, we become disconnected because we're so busy, right? We're in the hustle and bustle. So really setting out and making sure that I was making those connections and keeping those relationships um, going. But also seeing every invitation, right, to like a baby shower or barbecue. It was an opportunity to stay in touch with people that I knew and also an opportunity to meet with new people that maybe mm -hmm. I didn't know yet, right? Mm -hmm. And like Jesse said, this wasn't a time for me to sell my product or services. It was a time for me to build connections and relationships. And sometimes it did lead to a client. Sometimes there were people that would, um, you know, the person that I knew that invited me would be like, oh my gosh, I need you to meet my aunt because you're a realtor. Hey, she's the realtor that I was telling you about, mm -hmm. you know, like that does happen, happen. And that's so cool. Um, 
but yeah, this is just something that we believe is so important to make relationships, make connections, uh, so much so that even in our collective like expectations, Mm -hmm. um, we kind of have it all written out, right? Like team expectations and things, but that networking with your sphere of influence is highly recommended and encouraged even. Yeah. It's so important. Like I said, those relationships, you have to keep them. It's really not that social media is replacing anything. Social media is supplementing our ability yeah. to build relationships. I think it's like the it's the vehicle to get you to those relationships or building new relationships just mm-hmm. so much faster. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. When you're cold calling, door knocking or whatever, you're trying to build a relationship with that person in the very minute amount of time right. that you have before they hang up on you or they slam the door in your face mm-hmm. and they just say they're not interested, you know, but the the basis is still the same. It's all about building relationships. We're just choosing to go about it digitally through social media, through a very strategic way, you know, versus, you know, trying to do it in such a small amount of time. Absolutely. Versus chasing them, which is what yeah. you're doing when you're picking up that phone and hoping that they answer or having those one-sided conversations because they're not texting back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is so much better because now you're building those relationships. And on top of that, they're seeing you <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. I like that person. You yeah. know, you get that opportunity before you ever have to sell them. Yep. Exactly. So hope you guys found this episode helpful on the five ideas to digitally farm your area. Uh, If this, you know, if you go out there and you're doing something, feel free to tag us. Also, go ahead and write a review and maybe we will share yours next time. Yeah, we'll see you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Socially Modern. Interested in partnering with us on our nationwide real estate team? Check the show notes of this episode to schedule a call with one of us to learn more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates on the show at Socially Modern. You can also follow me, Stephanie, at Hey Stephanie Mainville. And me, Jessie, at Miss Jessie Lockhart. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week.